Well, it's uh, very early on a Sunday morning. It's very cold. It's very dark, but it's not raining. So, according to my weather app, it's going to be a nice morning. Not, I believe, my weather app. And I'm sort of thinking, you know what? I might actually go out for another morning walk this morning. Not as long because Sunday things to do, but um, I might just head up that hill and see if anything is actually there to be seen. People ask me why I do this. People seem to think it's strange, but I don't know. I mean, I think I started doing this when I uh, upgraded my camera about four or five years ago, and I thought, well, I don't actually, we don't go anywhere. So um, my last camera I'd used on holidays and not very often, I thought, well, that seems a bit of a waste. So I thought, well, I'll go and see if there's anything to photograph. I live in a nice part of the country. I'll go and take some pictures. And uh, what I found was, walking up the hill, there are some spectacular dawns, some beautiful colours. And I started doing that, and we got more into the bird watching, and there were lots of birds around, and um, suddenly there I was, taking pictures regularly and walking up the hill. Adding a voice track is a new development, but there we go. The other factor is, of course, galloping insomnia. I'm hoping the galloping insomnia might go away now with uh, my changed circumstances, but uh, I don't know. I seem to like getting up early. It's a good time of the day. I used to do most of my writing at five o'clock in the morning, so it seems to be a good time for me. I mean, I might flake out before half past eight in the evening, but that's a different story. Anyway, having recorded some thoughts on my morning walk the other day, it seems to have been surprisingly quite well received. And I'd uh, only really done it because I was thinking of some other podcast I might do, and I thought, well, maybe a little bit of me going on a walk as an insert might work, but uh, the insert seemed to be rather long, so (laughs) it ended up, I just thought, well, I'll poke it out on its own and uh, see if anyone is interested. It's not got many legs as an idea. I mean, I tend to do the same walk, or at least the same bits of walk, Um, Sometimes I combine them, sometimes I add a third bit, sometimes I add a fourth bit. But uh, generally speaking, up the hill and down to the duck pond is what I do. So unless I start doing, uh, inviting people to get up at ridiculous hours and join me and we start doing Martin Does a Walk With podcasts, I don't really see there's going to be many of these, but we'll persevere. And the other thing that struck me this week well, the other thing that struck me this week is I watched a couple of early episodes of Last of the Summer Wine and I really don't want to become the Norman Clegg of podcasting but a lot of the early episodes involve the reason behind them, them doing what they do is because of redundancy and you know, here I am redundant and I kind of find myself thinking, well, going out I mean I haven't got any, any pals to ride around in tin baths with but um I don't think that really matters. Going out, getting a lung full of fresh air, it's good for the soul, it's good for the mind. I think it's good for the body occasionally. I mean, I'm not the fittest person in the world, but uh, uh, I must admit that I'm finding the hill a lot easier to walk up than I used to when I first started doing this about four or five years ago. Anyway, I need to get my stuff together. Get my camera, get my torch. You must have a torch on these dark roads. Get the phone, make sure I've got the phone in case there's an emergency. Put on my big coat, because it looks like big coat day. Grab my boots and uh, head out into the increasing light of a Sunday morning. Anyway, according to my weather app, which never tells the truth, the the sun's coming up at 8 o'clock today, and um, the sunrise will be at 8 o'clock. It gets quite bright for about half an hour before that, so... I should head out about uh, oh, quarter past twenty past seven, 
Apparently, at 7 o'clock, it will be 0 degrees with a 1% chance of rain. Cloudy with a little moon behind it. But bright sunshine at 8 o'clock, so you never know. I might get some rather bright photographs this morning. Hope so. I hope so. Anyway, heading out now. Definitely a chilly one. You can see the ice sparkling on the road from the uh, street lights above. And it's obviously nearly dawn. But uh, when you uh, when you look, there is light in the sky already. I can see some very pleasant looking clouds just coming over the mountains from where the, the direction of the sun is. So it might be quite a beautiful sunrise if a chilly one um in front of me the uh, the lights of the valley <laughs> the lights of the valley are all still lit it's quite dark over there still a lot of orange street lights which is nice but i can i can definitely hear the, the crunch of the ice under my feet or the frost i suppose in the uh, in the darkness it is now quite a dark road I need to stop because I'm going past another house probably just as well I shut up then this was one of the steeper bits and you don't want to hear me wheezing and gasping Although I'm not wheezing and gasping as much as when I first did this, when my knees used to really, really protest about this one. It's not a long walk, but it's, uh, it's about 20 minutes to the top, which, is, uh, which means it'll be about half an hour before the actual sunrise when we get to the top. So I'm sure I'm going to have lots of nothing to talk about. I can just hear a plane somewhere in the sky. On good, on certain days, this valley is the, I think it's the turning point for the jets. So it may be the beacon. So they, uh, you do sometimes get to see some very nice views of the jets. Especially on a clear morning like this. And I can't see the stars. It's starting to vanish now because it's, well obviously the sunlight's starting to overwhelm them. But I can still see the stars. Which is always a... An uplifting thing. The sheep have gone from the field that were there yesterday. I think it must have been out slightly later yesterday morning. Because the uh, the moon, the light isn't quite on the field as it was yesterday. But uh, there's no sheep in that field today. I suspect they're all in that rather nice warm hot lambing shed. 
that I can see silhouetted against the sky. Another steep bit. It's probably just as well I can't see on the foot at the moment, otherwise I might be terrified of slipping. But uh, this is the steep bit just before the farm gate. There's a field where I can uh, regularly see barn owls. I don't. I'm, I caught a glimpse of one a few weeks ago, but I haven't seen barn owls much this year. Not as much as last year and the year before. But uh, but this is where, if I'm going to see them, I will see them. Uh, I suppose this is the time of day to see them, but they do hunt at night. But uh, I suspect it's unlikely. The wonderful thing about this time of the morning is everything's silhouetted. There's a wooden fence running just alongside the road here and it's uh, you can just see this gap where the fence is broken and has been broken for years but that gap has just just stays there. It's the top rail of the three rails and you can just see the it's like a two inch gap and I meant most of the year you don't even notice it, most of the day you don't even notice it but this time it's so stark against the increasing blues of the morning sky. I don't know what that bird was that just flew over. I don't know, I thought for a second it might be a bat, but it was bigger than a bat. It might well have been the owl. Though I think it was flying a bit more fluttery of wing and erratically than the, the owl. The owl's a very precise bird when you see it. Occasionally seen it hovering over this field on summer's evenings, but this ain't no summer's evening. Remarkably quiet this morning. Sometimes it really, it's certainly in the, the spring, you can hear the entire valley waking up. Like I say, maybe we're a bit soon for that. Yeah, that was something in my eye, or I just saw a shooting star. Not sure. I can see the lights of an aeroplane. So I think they're taking off from Manchester in this direction today. So, uh, I don't know, they tend to go off in a slightly different direction from here. But you do sometimes see the, the trails catching the sunlight as they, they seem to fly towards the sun. So I suppose that's fair enough. They're flying east. That's where the sun is at this time of the day. So, uh, and, and the light trail, the, the vapour trails catch the pink light. And you just see these, these beautiful pink crayon lines across the blueness of the sky when it's blue. And uh, but on a clear morning like this one, there's very few clouds. I think it's going to be gorgeous. I really do. My fingertips are cold though. Oh, yes, you definitely know it's a cold morning when your fingertips are saying, Excuse me, uh, are you aware that we're all here and uh, you're counting on us? But uh, I'm holding the device at the same time. Luckily, I know that in my pocket, because <laughs> this coat is my winter coat and it's been hung on a peg for a very long time. Well, I do know there's some gloves in my pocket, so I may just make a swift change. There's a row of trees here one, two, three, four, five, six, and uh, they're all now completely bare, all the leaves have gone. And, they, and they're stark, so stark against the sunrise behind them. I've taken pictures of them a lot of times, so I may not bother today, but they are not 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 spooky. Spooky isn't the word, but 
but I do like the fact that they're always here. I like this road. This road is very quiet. There will typically now be about 50 cars decide to go past, but uh, you know you're pretty much alone up here, apart from the odd pheasant and the odd sheep, and no people. I'm looking back towards the town. I can see the lights of Swizzles glowing in the centre of town. It seems to be the brightest thing at the moment, which means I suspect they never close and they never stop making sweets for the world. The odd thing about taking pictures at this time of the day, I find, is that the camera being all singing, all dancing, rinky-dinky, and I don't basically use much other than the automatic settings for a lot of things because it's quicker when you're taking pictures of wildlife. But the interesting thing is that the pictures, they generally show things lighter than they really are. So you can take a picture in the pitch morning and, and, the, and the camera the camera compensates and compensates and compensates and suddenly it looks like you've taken them in the middle of the day which is well not the middle of the day but the, certainly with more light about it's a little bit slippy here i'm just going to stop and take a picture looking back at the town got the snuffles this morning it's either very cold or i've got a cold or i've just been coming out far too early and i've got a chill but uh yeah i can see there's a there's a deep orange just above the hills towards the south. I can see the uh, TV transmitter silhouetted against the blues of the sky and the clouds this morning are very, very sort of sketched in. But there's not much bird life. There's a little bit I can hear. I think it's a blackbird. It might be a, it might actually be a wren uh, hopping about in front of me here amongst the brush and the moss. This is the point at which I can see the, the reservoir further down the valley and uh, you can just see the reflection of the sky on the surface of the water and it's very still at the moment, very still indeed. I think that might be a grit spreader heading down the valley there. Got the orange flashing light and uh, I think they might need it today. This bench is frosty. Uh, I'm about to sit down on it. Luckily, I've got my uh, my long winter coat on, so I can sit on that instead of just straight on it with my trousers. There is definitely a big grass frost here, and I can actually see that the road the road in front of me is actually quite icy. <laughs> it might be quite tricky to get down because it's always coldest just before the sun comes up, and um, so if, the, if even if it's not been freezing overnight, it tends to freeze in this hour, and actually can get quite tricky. Uh, underfoot. <laughs> Let's hope I'm not uh, tempting fate there. Why do I come up here? For the peace, I think. I do. I do find it's. Uh, anyway, I'm burbling on and spoiling the peace, but it's. Uh, it's a very lonely spot in many ways. Some, I mean, I don't often see people up here. Uh, I do sometimes in the evening in the summer when I come to see the, take the pictures of the sunset, but uh, in the morning occasionally. There's one man walks up the hill as I'm walking back down. I think he has a job on one of the farms. There's a chap who sometimes cycles up and he looks like he's having to put a lot of effort in. Mind you, you know, I suspect I look like I'm putting a lot of effort in too when I'm walking up. But uh, other than that, you don't see many people. And if you're lucky, you do see some birds.
blackbird that just flew over the road and into the field. It's still a good 40 minutes until the official sunrise and I think here because of the hills it's even later than that. Um, so I don't think I'm going to stay because my fingers are freezing. I'm not going to stay out but I am going to hopefully appreciate the morning colours on these clouds and get some pictures of those. And then uh, because it's Sunday and there are other things to do I don't think I'll go to the duck pond today but uh, I'm just going to sit here and enjoy the morning and watch the sunrise and watch the colours change on the underside of these clouds which are already turning from from a dark grey to a, a slightly more rosy hue. There is of course a chance I came out slightly too early this morning. Uh, I'm definitely earlier than yesterday. Um, it's another frosty one though, you can you can already see the, uh, the light catching the fields. There's, there's a kind of, because they've got a whiteness on them, they, they seem to attract the light of the morning, so suddenly you've got this kind of, it's almost ghostly landscape surrounding you. Uh, if that doesn't sound too bizarre, you can actually sometimes understand how back in uh, shall we say less enlightened times people used to to uh, find the, the the way the light shone on the ground very mystical very spiritual you know, and very very ghostly yeah. it's uh, it picks out the shapes because uh, if they were normally the dark green you wouldn't see anything at all at this time of the day um, it would just be black silhouettes more or less with the lights picking out the roads and the houses and the streets um, but you get this this kind of ghostly surrounds of the valley you know it's called the set valley i don't know whether that's got anything to do with his devilship but uh oh, there's a bird hopping around on the road there i think it's a robin could be a wren but i think it's a robin up oh, off he goes uh probably wondering what the hell i'm doing crows are calling I didn't have the machine switched on, but the crows are calling. Uh, yes, there's a, definitely dawn is on the way. Although, uh, by heck, it's bitter. <laughs> now, what's that flying over? Soaring very high. I think it was just another jackdaw. Oh, I don't know, though. Oh, it's circling. Oh. That's something hunting. Can't tell from here. We have some kestrels around here, which you do occasionally see. Um, not often. I was in an RSPB place once, uh, and there's a chap going on about the birds he'd seen, and he'd seen a barn owl, and he'd seen, I'm thinking, oh, I could see all them, hundred you know, half a mile from the house, but uh, that doesn't, you know. <laughs> That's not fair, is it? That's uh, because I was still at the RSPB as well. So um, it's uh, it is interesting what you take, what you sort of take for granted, uh, living where you do, and um, and and you realise that some people don't see any of these these birds at all uh, from one month end to another. Uh, so you know we are we are, we are very lucky. I, I, when I moved here, it was over twenty years ago now. 
One of the things I used to notice is when I was driving home from work, in the summer especially, I'd get to the top of the hill that overlooks the valley, driving home, and my spirits would lift, and that's why I knew it was a good idea to move here. The downside of it is, is sometimes it's not such wine to get to places. So, you know, if you go to the cinema, you've got an hour's drive. You know, if it finishes at midnight, you've still got an hour to get home. But uh, the spirits do lift. And the other thing that's interesting about that, uh, I mean, obviously I don't make the commute anymore, but when I was making that commute, when you got to the time of year when you were coming out of the darkness and uh, you were driving home and there was daylight over the valley, it it really did make you realise the changing of the year, the, the seasons, but also spring had arrived, you know. Not much danger of that today, though. It already feels that just that smidgen warmer. Oddly enough, the, the sun isn't in the sky yet, obviously, but the, the day is, is dawning, and uh, I suspect we've gone up a degree... There's a bit more warmth sort of shining, although the valley is still completely dark. You can now just see you know, the, you know, the, the daylight creeping in to the morning. But it's uh, it's still bitter cold. But it, but it actually, I don't know whether I've just <laughs> adjusted to where I am. But it's, uh, it's definitely, uh, it feels a tad warmer. Either that or I'm just, I'm just now so cold I can't feel any more cold. I don't know if that even happens. Um, yeah, I've never been an Arctic explorer. Sometimes it feels that way, but not often. I don't know if uh, I don't know if this device is picking up the sounds from the valley. There's the odd van driving along, but you can hear the birds chirping. Um, there's obviously not as much bird song at this time of year, but you know, some of them still do it. The bird you mostly see here is the jackdaw. A lot of people don't like jackdaws. I, I, I don't mind them. I mean, they are what they are, and they do what they do. They're just being jackdaws. A few crows about. There's one just circling around me at the moment. I think that's a crow. And I'm... Yeah, pretty sure that's a crow. It's uh, just basically circled the entire field and is now heading off towards Kinder uh, and the morning. They only tend to give way to something a bit more uh, raptory, generally. But the, the, they are kind of king of the hill, the jackdaws around here. There's a lot of them. And, yeah, they're, they're quite... I, I genuinely believe they're quite a cowardly bird. They, um, they certainly... They're the first ones to fly off if you point a lens at them, which is, which is always my disappointment, especially when they, 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 they do make beautiful silhouettes and they're just in the right spot and you lift your lens and off they go. But um, that's probably my fault. I should be more prepared than I am. What's the countryside? 
it's full of mysterious noises. Again, if we start to think about those uh, those ancient phantoms and spirits, there, there must have been sort of terrifying noises that were coming out of the woods that that people didn't really understand. Or maybe maybe I'm doing them an, in, an injustice, and actually they were all very much more tuned in with nature than we are. But you hear the odd shriek coming out of the the trees below me. The woodland that there's woodland that goes along the uh, Set Valley Trail trees on both sides and you hear the odd squawk and the odd uh, sort of phantom like howl and 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 cry and scream and you do sort of start to wonder you know if you if you weren't quite so aware of what was going on would you actually be terrified by this stuff it's uh it's difficult to say now why did i why did i start why did i bring this recorder with me yesterday i don't know i've been thinking about it for a while i keep thinking these walks because i tend to not exactly talk to myself but i tend to have a narrative in my head as i'm doing it and of course i am a poet of sorts i'm not a very good poet or a very published poet but i do write poetry and uh, sometimes i have thoughts and i'm scrabbling around trying to write a note on a on a text message or a, or a tweet just to remind me of an incredibly interesting line I've thought of for another one of my dirges and uh, and I suddenly thought well if I just take the audio recorder I can just speak into it and then yesterday I thought well you know it might be interesting it might not but uh, so that's why I started doing it if anybody's wondering I'm not sure anybody is I'm not sure anybody really cares but (laughs) But that's that's basically it. I have a, I have a, an audio now, as much as anything, to make me to remind me that there's some beautiful frost on this wood grain here, which is picking it out absolutely gorgeously, uh, and the sounds of the morning and all that kind of thing, and they may turn into poetry at some point, or I may forget all about it and never get around to it and never do a thing about it ever again. Right, I've decided the colour isn't going to get that spectacular this morning, which is usually where I'm proved wrong, and because I'm very impatient, I'm going to head back down the hill. Hopefully, where I'm heading to, there may be some bird life. I'm hoping there might be something on the field. It's the right sort of time of day, and it's the right, hopefully, the right kind of light for me to get something. Plus, I'll still have an angle on this sunrise. If it suddenly decides to be colourful, the only thing is I've got to worry about here is the frozen road. So um, I'm going to switch off for a moment and uh, <laughs> make sure I've got my hands free. very steep here and you kind of if you know anything about physics at all you start to think well I'm gonna have less and less traction the steeper this gets it's a shame really then when the uh, the color uh, I, I, the colors of morning oh there you one of those three things flying over gold I think no they're, they're jackdaws everything's jackdaws if in doubt it's a jackdaw I do so that I, one of the things I do come up for is for the morning colour, and uh, it's not the morning's fault when it's not as colourful as you'd hope. But uh, but uh, yeah, it's a bit. Of, it's a bit of. It's a, it's a sort of 
shades of yellow rather than shades of red morning this morning so far so uh, you never know next half hour it might all all change it's the beauty though of seeing the, the birds silhouetted against it just soaring like they do soaring and turning it's the miracle I can understand why people used to dream of flight you can absolutely understand it I mean I'm sort of slightly terrified of flying but that's a different story next to a very cold iron gate very rusty very very covered in frost this morning over to my left the silhouettes of the uh, kind of spindly trees they're not massive trees but they're, they're kind of spindly over uh, which is in the direction of the dawn which is now getting very blue indeed and the clouds are brewing up over kinder beautifully to my right there are some more trees which occasionally see uh, a tawny owl in uh, but usually this is to do with the uh, if you hear the shrieks of something else it usually means the owls are about and uh, nothing shrieking this morning uh, I've also over this field once seen a, a kestrel hunting so it, it became sort of joint turf for an owl and a kestrel a couple of times but uh, it doesn't seem to be much today which is a shame but the birds are all they all seem to fly in the direction of the sun I suppose that's not not unusual but they all seem to fly one way at this time of day and they just proved me wrong by flying back the other way well done. thanks guys <laughs> Walking down the valley. There's a plane there just above the clouds. This way somewhere far more exotic, I imagine. Maybe less interesting. But far more exotic. <laughs> and probably warm. I can't make that assumption at all, can I? I can't make that assumption. They, they, they could be going to Reykjavik. Over. I was hoping for some geese this morning. I haven't seen any geese for a while. They, um, they, 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 they give you direction, you hear them coming, and then you know which way they are. And you know, those sheep I couldn't see earlier. I can see them all on that field now. I wonder where they were hiding. I bet they were on the other side of the wall. They've scattered now to the opposite wall, so they can make the most of the sunlight. Oh, fabulous. Now, I think today's dawn has probably done the most spectacular things it's going to do. And I'm beginning to think I'm not going to see any more exciting birds than the jackdaws today. So I think I'll sign off, head home, put the kettle on again, and uh, try and defrost a little bit. I hope you've enjoyed this this morning, and um, hope to join you again soon.
when I do another of these strange little walks that go very few places. Thank you very much for listening, and goodbye.